Why is it unwise to share your secrets with a clock? Well, time will tell. Okay, okay, right, I get it. That was a bad joke. But hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll understand why I used that joke over any other one. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into executive function. You'll learn what it is, how to use it, why you need it, and if you don't have it, how to get it. Stay tuned. Picture it. No, it's not 1922, and we're not in Sicily. Only my Golden Girls fans are going to get that reference, but I digress. I want you to imagine that your mind is a clock. If you've never seen the inside of a clock, I want you to pause this episode and Google an image or a video, a cartoon, whatever works best for your learning style. So now you're imagining something super complex, right? It has a ton of gears of varying sizes, and they're all moving at different speeds. But what happens if those gears get grimy? Well, there are only a few options. The clock either stops working, it slows down, or nothing happens. In most cases, the clock stops. In the beginning of this scenario, I told you to imagine that your mind was a clock. By that logic, That makes the gears executive function. That's right. Executive function isn't just one thing. I'm sure you're like, Rainier, hurry up, get to the point. So, I will. Executive function is a set of skills that one utilizes to maintain their daily life. That makes sense, right? Okay, back to our hypothetical scenario. The best way to remove the grime is to clean it. For our purposes, cleaning, I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see them, looks like learning, practicing, and implementing those skills. Did I lose you? I hope not. But, because I believe in the KISS method, keep it simple, I'm going to lose the hypothetical scenario for now and try to break things down into their most basic terms. There are several skills that can be considered part of executive function, but I will focus on the main nine. Yes, nine, but they make sense, so hear me out. They are task initiation, organization, planning and prioritization, working memory, emotional control, focus and attention, Impulse control, flexible thinking, and metacognition. Oh my goodness, that was a mouthful. I'm sure that that seems like a lot of skills, but I promise I will walk you through each one individually in the upcoming episodes. Until then, I'll give you a very brief definition of each skill. All right, this is long. Bear with me. 
I want to give you the most information that I possibly can. The first skill is task initiation. That's the ability to start a task, but also the ability to stay on task. Then comes organization. That's the ability to file, filter, and arrange not only your physical space, but your mental space and thoughts as well. Then comes planning and prioritization. Those are the abilities to adequately manage time and maintain proper expectations of time. Next is working memory. That's the ability to remember and recall information pertinent to a task. Then comes emotional control. This is hard for a lot of people, but that's the ability to regulate one's own emotions. Focus and attention is next. Those are the abilities to center thoughts on a task and keep concentration while there is outside stimuli present. Then comes impulse control. That's the ability to contain the desire to participate in harmful and counterproductive behavior. Next is flexible thinking. That's the ability to adapt thinking to various situations and scenarios. And finally is metacognition. That's the ability to be critically introspective. Like I said, each of these skills will have their very own episode. So don't worry if you missed a skill or if things don't quite make sense. Consider this episode a table of contents. A Ford, if you will. How about we take a break from all of the technical talk and we have a mindful minute. We're going to spend some time focusing on our breathing and our thoughts. I apologize ahead of time because I'm not a yogi, I don't lead meditations, and I don't have an ASMR voice. However, I will do my best to make sure that my voice is the least distractive it can be. For our breathing, we're going to work in counts of three. So, you're going to breathe in for three counts, Hold that breath for three counts and release for three counts. Let's begin. In, two, three. Hold, two, three. Release, two, three. In, two, three. Hold, Release. For the next 30 seconds, I'd like you to think about one goal you'd like to accomplish this week. The size of the goal is not important. You just need to think of one and only one goal that you would like to accomplish this week. I'll fade out and give you 30 seconds. We'll end with one more breath 
in, two, three, hold, two, three, release. Welcome back. So, why did we do that? What was the point? Those are good questions, and annoyingly, I'm going to answer them with another question. How do you feel now? If your response is better, lighter, or anything similar, then that's why we did it. If your answer was stressed, annoyed, anxious, anything negative leaning, well, We did it to build both tolerance and understanding of mindfulness. Simply put, mindfulness is intentionally being present in the moment without judgment. It's also the first tool, again, air quotes, sorry. It's the first tool we've used. Yes, we. I'm in this with you. Anyway, we've used to maintain the gears. So, let's jump back in, shall we? You now know what executive function is, but why do you need it? And more importantly, how do you use it? It's safe to assume that you've tuned into this podcast because something in your life isn't working, but you're unsure of how to change it. Whether it be your inability to manage time properly or the lack of motivation when it comes to starting or completing a task. Whatever it is, it's causing some form of disruption. And that, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, is why you need executive function. It keeps your life running smoothly. Or, well, more accurately, smoother. I bet you thought the answer was going to be more complex, didn't you? I told you, I like to keep things simple. Alright, you've got the what and the why, but not the how. Well, not the full how, anyway. Earlier in this episode, I told you that learning, practicing, and implementing skills is how you keep your gears clean. Well, that, folks, is the how. By learning about executive function, practicing strategies and exercises that will maintain those skills, and implementing those same strategies in your daily life, you'll be effectively using executive function. I've kept my word. I've told you all the basic, I really need to stop using air quotes, sorry. I've told you all the basic information about executive function. You can define it, you know how to use it, and you know why you need it. What else could you possibly need to know? Oh yeah, how to get it if you don't have it. Lucky enough for you, I have the answer to that question as well. But before I share that coveted information, if you're enjoying today's episode, please leave a review on Podchaser or your favorite listening app. And to stay updated on new episode releases, be sure to follow What the F, that's the letters E, F in those same apps. Now, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was going to tell you how to get executive function. If you recall, executive function isn't one thing, but many. 
Skills, to be exact. Now, time for the bad news. You can't get, again with the air quotes, so sorry, you can't get them. You can, however, engage your brain, making it easier to learn and retain those skills. I know, I know. I made it seem like some awe-inspiring secret. Didn't mean to disappoint. To make it up to you, how about I share some good news? Ready? You won't have to seek out this information on your own. You've got me. So what? Who am I? Oh my goodness. I cannot believe I forgot to mention this. I just wanted to get right into sharing those tasty morsels of knowledge with you. Okay. I'm an executive function consultant. Yes, consultant, not coach. What's the difference? Well, in my experience, coaches tend to teach with a one-size-fits-all kind of plan. As a neurodivergent individual, I have witnessed firsthand that this style of teaching isn't a good fit for everyone. So, instead, I work with clients to determine their goals, then we create a plan that will help them reach or even surpass those goals. One of the best ways that I've found to help people succeed in their journey has been to take learning strategies, time management and planning tools, or even mindfulness exercises, and adapting them to the individual. My whole aim is to get your brain working for you, not for society. Okay, I've dropped a lot in your lap. I'm sure it all seems daunting, but I promise as we go along, things will get easier to process and understand. You've already started to make a difference in your life by just learning about executive function. Heck, you even picked up your first tool to help you work on those skills. Do you remember what the tool was called? Hopefully you do, but if you don't, I'll help you out. It's called mindfulness. You know what? That brings me to my favorite segment of the show. There's an app for that. Every episode, I'll tell you about at least one app that you can use in your executive function journey. Each app will be one that I have used personally. Today's app is an easier one to remember. It's called the Mindfulness app. I'm not sponsored by this app, and thus there's no reason to suggest it other than the fact that I think it could help you. Let's start with the basics. The app is free on both iOS and Android markets with the option to pay for premium content. In terms of navigation, the layout is in tile form, and there's a master menu that will let you access other sections of the app. There's even a starting guide that walks you through how the app works while simultaneously introducing you to your first five exercises. I use the app predominantly for meditation. Yes, I know that there are so many other apps out there, but this one is far easier to navigate, and thus it makes it a great option for beginners. If you're not a beginner, don't worry, the app has content for you as well. There are courses that talk about how mindfulness helps the brain, like the actual science behind it. There are also tips on how to apply mindfulness in your everyday life. Of course, they share examples so that there's no question on how you personally can implement the practice. Unlike other apps, this one features different instructors and different types of meditation. You're sure to find at least one that you like. If affirmations are more your speed, the app features those as well. I encourage you to check out the app 
and give it a try. You could use the app before bed as a wind down or even in the morning as a motivational tool or a tool for centering yourself. With the ability to set notifications and reminders, you won't even have to do the work of remembering to do an exercise. You could even use the app as a way to practice accountability. I'm just saying. It's worth noting that I have not paid for any content and I still find the app useful. There you have it, friends. We've taken a quick and deep dive into executive function. Does your brain feel bigger? Do you feel less anxious? Are you ready to keep learning? Have I asked too many questions? Probably. (laughs) Anyway, next week and the weeks to follow, we'll start to unpack each skill individually. You'll get more detailed definitions, more tools to help you execute each skill, and of course, more apps. Because who doesn't love a good app? I'm excited to be on this journey with you, and I can't wait to share more helpful information. If you found the content in today's episode useful, please be sure to leave a review in your favorite podcast app or click on the link in the show notes. Need one-on-one help with executive function? Visit my website, Rare Bear Consulting, that's R-A-R-E-B-E-A-R-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com to set up a consultation. If you missed that, that link will also be in the show notes. And finally, do you know someone that could benefit from this podcast? Share it with them. We here at What The F absolutely love word of mouth. Till next week, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, continue learning to keep those gears turning.